everybody, and welcome back for another amazing episode of Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. Ooh, we got another great guest. But first, what's going on, Mo? How you doing today? Ooh, I am doing very well. Very well. Thank very you for well. asking. Very well. Well, thank you, Monique. I am Nikita Gatson here with Monique Gibson on Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. But it's not just us, y'all. It's not just us. We have the incomparable Corey mm -hmm. Cotton with mm -hmm. us today. Ooh. Hello, hello. Listen, y'all are in for a treat today. Corey S. Cotton is a seasoned attorney, a Grammy-winning recording artist, songwriter, author, life coach, and CEO. Her mission is to empower women to step out of their boxes and into their power without sacrificing their passions. She has served in senior leadership roles in Fortune 100 companies, as well as experienced high acclaim in the music industry. Now, that's talking my language right there. <laughs> Her proprietary coaching programs have been impactful to professionals in corporate, public, and private sectors, and her A Woman Evolves biopic has elicited rave reviews. And with all of that, she has found time and seen fit to come and visit with us on the Black Coffee with a Side of Candor podcast. Corey, hey, welcome. Hey. I wouldn't be any other place. I am loving it here. Hello, ladies. Beautiful ladies. Powerful ladies. Mm. wonderful mm. powerful beautiful i mean we in here y'all we in yeah. here and we are in for a treat i can't wait for this conversation monique please tell the people what we're talking about today today we are talking about making space for profession and passion mm. yeah yes yes mm. i mean who I, I've been waiting all my life for somebody to talk about how these things go together and how to make them happen. Yes. But before we get deep into it, I just want to kind of bring a, a definition according to Merriam-Webster, if you all know him or her, or them, <laughs> um, you know, um, according to Merriam-Webster profession, one of the definitions I found is a calling requiring specialized knowledge and often long and extensive academic preparation. Mm. Whereas a passion is an intense driving or overpowering feeling or emotion. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, those are pretty, pretty accurate. When I think about my own story and my own journey, um, which I think is, is, to me is unique, but I'm finding is not as unique as, as I thought. It just isn't as well discussed as it should be. And that is, I am a licensed attorney and professional, and I but I went to extensive training and, and schooling for that. But I also am a singer and a musician, and I have been singing since I was two, according to my parents, and <laughs> performing, and and I love both. And I feel like when I'm not doing one, something is critically wrong and missing. And so this whole con con conversation about bringing together um, passion and profession and not feeling like you have to sacrifice one or the other is ooh, is so important yeah. to me. Yeah. <sighs> so, Corey, yes. to be a good host, can you tell the people what is your profession beyond, you know, what I've provided in the in the bio? Well, and, and what are your passions? 
Well, first, let me just say thank you both for allowing me to be here to have this discussion. This is a dialogue. This is not an interview. This is definitely a dialogue. Yeah. I feel like I have found some more sisters and I could not be more thrilled. And I love what you guys are doing with this. So not to skirt the question, but it, I just would be remiss if, it, uh -huh. if I didn't start off by just saying thank y'all for having me in the Black Coffee with the side of Candor House today. Yes, yes. It is our pleasure. Yes, ma'am. So just, you know, as you said, um, you know, you thank you for, for the generous introduction. I, I like to say I just don't do boxes. So I am an attorney by trade, a musician by passion, mm -hmm. and a life coach by purpose. And like Ooh. I said, I, I don't do boxes, but let, but let me be honest. Um, you know, it was a journey. <laughs> it was definitely a journey getting there. And if you all will indulge me, I, I like to talk about my professions, like telling a story, if you will. Yeah. So I grew up with a, a, a very strong musical background. When I was a kid, my grandfather was a gospel promoter. He promoted uh, Lou Rawls, Sam Cooke, Pop Staples, all those folks before they were doing R&B, they were doing gospel. And my mom um, was an artist on Stax Records and she was produced by the legendary Isaac Hayes and David Porter. And mom and dad passed that musical legacy down to their children. So me and my sister sang, uh, we sang in church, we sang in My A Woman Evolves. A uh, one woman show that you just referenced. And so music has always uh, been a part of my life. But, you know, I, I had to come to embrace the music because I had the great pleasure, I cannot be remiss in saying, of, of singing in some wonderful groups. I attended Howard University. Shout out to the HBCUs. Yes. So I, I sang in the HBCU choir, but also. I um, sang with the Grammy-winning Sounds of Blackness. I had the privilege and honor of singing with the sound. So again, music has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, really more so a passion than a profession. But as a kid, I also aspired to the practice of law. For me, there was something about the law that represented helping people, representing, bringing people together, solving problems. I was that kid that always wanted to fix it and make things right. And I saw uh, the law as a way to advocate uh, for people who could not advocate for themselves. But nonetheless, I put my musical, my musical aspirations on hold to pursue that law degree. And I went to the University of Minnesota Law School. And after, and this is where it gets funny, uh, after I uh, finished law school, passed the bar, I started getting my feet wet, if you will, in the practice of law. I did a judicial clerkship in Minneapolis, and then optimistic happened. So thank for you, you <laughs> thank you. So, yeah, sing it so I can get some royalties. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes. And there I was. I was at the right place at the right time and on the third verse. And the rest really was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind because we started with the Luther tour. You remember the incomparable mm. Luther Vandross? Yes, honey. <laughs> yes. And uh, we traveled all, all over the country. Then we traveled all over the world. And I was, I was in heaven. Uh, there were Grammys, platinum records, gold records. I mean, singing with the industry's best. I mean, it was a whirlwind indeed. But in spite of all of that, I was really in my head because I thought that I was supposed to be practicing law. Mm. 
when I went to law school, which was back when they first invented law school, Girl. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you had a path, you know, you either did corporate, you did private practice, you did government, you even hung out your own shingles, but what, what you didn't do was go on tour, uh, mm -hmm. doing some music. And so I was in my head about that. And I vacillated frequently between music and law. When I was practicing law, I thought I should be doing music. And when I was doing music, I thought I should be practicing law until like they say in church, when I came to myself, Come on now. I realized that you know, I'm just one person. I'm one person with multiple facets mm -hmm. and I can do law. I can build a successful law career and I can be a successful artist and I can do them at the same time. So it was really about giving myself permission to be unapologetically empowered and unapologetically whole because to not do that would be to lead a fragmented existence. And I just got tired mm -hmm. of going back and forth, living in other people's boxes. So now I say, I don't do boxes and I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to teach women to step outside of those boxes and really enter their purpose without giving up who they are, without giving up their passion. So yes, yeah. it can be done. And I know we're going to talk about how. In a yeah. bit. That's a great segue into how or when did you realize that you could or that you should pursue both? Yes, that's I, and I love that question because I think there are so many of them out there. There are so many of us out there, so many mm -hmm. people that are, I think, experiencing a similar dichotomy, it, it, whether it's music and law uh, or just art and whatever business or mm -hmm. uh, family versus work or yeah. self-care versus caring for others. There are so yeah. many of us out there that are experiences, experiencing this dichotomy on a day-to-day -day basis. And for me, mm -hmm. I think it was just really stopping and pulling back my why. Like, why is it that I do? what I do. Do I do what I do because I like the fame or do I do what I do because of the impact that it has on other people? And, you know, when you are in corporate America or whatever job that you're in, there are a lot of folks who feel like, you know, this is my whole life. This is what I do. But God blesses us to have many different gifts. And it's really about really standing in your ground, really knowing yourself and knowing what your true purpose is. And sometimes that is doing both, you know, two different things. And the one thing that I realized is that though many people thought that music and law were diametrically opposed, for mm -hmm. me, what it represented was really the same thing. Collect, mm -hmm. connecting people first mm -hmm. to themselves, connecting people to other folks. You know, the, 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 the universal language of music is so powerful. It transcends it really almost does. everything, race. Yeah. gender, socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, very powerful tool because when you're singing yeah. and you are reaching people, you are connecting that person to himself or to mm -hmm. herself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I found. I found in, after being in corporate America for over 25 years and mentoring so many people that I was really able to pull from both of those experiences to teach people how to do, how to break out of the box. And then I realized, well, that's my purpose. It's not so much the thing. It's not so much the practice of law or it's not so much of being a great artist. It's what do those experiences represent and how can you use those experiences in your journey through those experiences yeah. to bring somebody else forward. So that's how I did. And when I did it, I just had to do it scared. Stop. I really realized what it is, what my strength is, what it is, what I want, what it is that I really want to do. And more importantly, 
why is it? Once you get those questions figured out in your head, you will realize that you can do that. And let me tell y'all something. What I realized going through that journey was it really wasn't so much the lesson about music and law. It was the message about really being in tune with yourself and mm -hmm. being in tune with your higher power. Because then I realized after all that, that once I realized I can do all of this stuff, then I can do even more than that. I can be a filmmaker. I can write a play. I can be an author, you know, as long as I'm doing it authentically. I mean, you have just said so many mouthfuls that have resonated with me uh, on so many different levels. Um, one one thing that came to mind is um, a quote that I heard um, someone else say before that, <clears throat> and this is gender based, but but it is a, is it's a, a parallel like. Men are like uh, waffles. Women are like spaghetti. Um, but the, the point is, some people have a thought process like waffles. We're in certain boxes. We have to do things in that kind of order. Whereas spaghetti, everything is mixed together. You figure out how to make it work. And so I think yeah. most of us, not men or women, most of us are more like spaghetti than we are those waffles. And it takes yeah. us to really take a step back and think about, what do I love? What feeds my soul? What are the things that speaks to my spirit in ways that I have to do? That if I don't do this thing, I feel off. I feel incomplete. So I think we really do have to take that time to not just go along with what our parents say they think we're good at or, or what other people say that they think that we should do or these traditional occupations or paths that we might see other people taking that is successful for them. We really do have to take that, that time and space to figure out what is good for us. Who are we and what were we purposed for and how do we spread that purpose or touch other people with that purpose, which, which oh, speaks goodness. to both our passion. And then one other thing you said, it makes me think of, uh, of a, of a brand that one of my artist friends, shout out to Megan McNeil. She has a brand that says, do it afraid. Even yeah. if you don't have the full confidence yet, but you feel that pulling that longing, that connection between yourself and this thing to do, just do it. And and the the way and the resources will come. So that's so I mean, true. That is so so that's on so many levels. That's so so true because, like I said, it's not even it was once I reached that point of my evolution. And and we still have to continue to evolve. You have to still remind yourself of these mm -hmm. things as you go on your journey. But I re once once I realized that the passion was really more about the impact of whatever it is you're doing than the thing that you're doing itself. That's mm -hmm. when you realize you can have multiple streams yeah. of things that are doing the thing. You know, if the impact is to empower women to be their whole selves, really and truly, and not just you know use that as a catchphrase, mm -hmm. then you do that. Whether you're doing it through singing, whether you're doing it through law, whether you whatever you're doing it through, you use all of those gifts to get to the bottom line, the why of what yeah. you're doing anyway. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the Montessori way of schooling kids was based just a general um perception here on that principle like they just lay stuff out and then you're naturally drawn to the puzzle table mm. or to the block I love that. or, I or love to the that. video or to and then like as we get older we're expected to narrow all that down and focus just on one thing when 
it's clear like we weren't made to do just one thing. We not all natural. All it's not action. natural. That is yeah. so powerful. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. That is so, so very true. And let's be honest. Clearly, I'm not today traveling in the world with the sounds of blackness. When you make a choice to do the this and the that, mm -hmm. you may have to be creative in how you mm -hmm. do that. But the point is, is that you don't have to release it. You just evolve with mm. it. So then mm. I stopped, once I stopped touring, I, create a one, I created a one woman show that does the same thing. It touches people, it educates people, it takes my experiences and puts them in a monologue and a song and a, you know, something funny and something sad and something serious. And it still conveys the same message. It's the same feeling as mm -hmm. being out there on the stage or walking up there and getting that Grammy. It is the same thing. Once you get to your why, then you it all clears up for you. It all clears up for you. Let me just remind y'all, we talking to a Grammy award-winning <laughs> artist here, okay? So in case y'all didn't know who we were, that's what we're doing today. We're talking to Grammy award winners <laughs> on, on this podcast. So the next, the next thing I want to, uh, we want to kind of dive into is this reality that we've already kind of touched on. We're not monolithic beings. And I have to remind myself who is by nature a more black and white kind of thinker. I have to force myself into those shades of gray to be able to say, mm, yep, I can work for this company. I could have my own business. I could sing. I can be a co-host on a podcast. I can. If I plan and I make the time and I have the resources, these are the things that have been gifted to me. And so we are not monolithic beings and we are often gifted in many, many different areas. So how do we hone our multifaceted gifts or skills and, and, but at the same time, be careful not to stretch ourselves too thin. So I, I, I think that will be a really good conversation for our listeners to give number one, how do we give ourselves permission to tap into all of those different gifts that we have and mm -hmm. how do we be, how are we uh, wise about how we do so, so that we don't burn out? That is so, so good. I am, this dialogue, like y'all gonna be careful. I'm not gonna wanna leave. So y'all <laughs> asking all these questions. But I think that's a really important uh, question because I, I know that your audience is diverse. You have folks in corporate, you have folks in government, you have folks hanging out their shingles and people struggle with this mm -hmm. very question. Like they feel, okay, you know, we are not monolithic beings. And, you know, we're women, we, we can do a lot. But what I try to tell people is you got to know who you are. Mm -hmm. We are, we may be good at a whole bunch of things, mm -hmm. right? But what is that thing that really, you were talking about that. What is that thing that really gets you up and gets you going? What is mm -hmm. that thing that you, like you were just describing that you cannot do without? We have to learn, uh, cause it's only so many hours in the day. We have to learn when we should be doing things that we're good at. Mm -hmm. or when we should be doing things that are adding value, right? Yeah. And that depends on your environment. If mm -hmm. you are, let me talk for a second to my corporate sisters out there. If you're in corporate America, and let me just be ridiculous with it for the sake of illustration. If you're good at basket weaving and basket weaving is not one of the key priorities of your environment, put that in your toolkit and save it until you get into a different environment. Mm have to know what your toolkits, what your toolkit covers, what it holds. Mm -hmm. You have to understand your environment 
how you're navigating that environment, what the key priorities are, and then you reach in and pull out of your toolkit that thing or those things that are directly relevant to your environment. It doesn't mean that you do away with your other strengths. It just means that's not the particular environment. That's how you don't stretch yourself to think because we can do a lot of things, but we don't have to do everything. And let me just add this. When you find in your toolkit that there is nothing in there that aligns with the environment that it is, that, that you're in, that's when you might want to check to see if you are in the right environment. Ooh, so we can be many please. things. We can be, many, but we don't have to pull them all out at one time. Know yourself, mm-hmm. know your environment. And when I say know yourself, I mean, know your passion, mm-hmm. know your strength and not just any strength. Like I'm saying now, your relevant strengths for the environment that you're in and make sure that that strength and that passion and the organizational need, those things are connected because when those things are connected, you are at your best in that particular environment. You switch your environment, you go back into that toolkit and you do the same thing, wash, rinse and repeat. Oh, can I, can I just tap right in here with, with the question because that knowing yourself requires regular checking in because we do what, as you say, a woman, what, oh, right? We evolve, right. we change, our needs change, our interests change. So number one, we have to continue to stay connected to what do we like today that either we didn't like before, or what do we now dislike that we liked before and, and, right. and check in with that, how that operates with the environment That's so that, good. that we're That's in. So good. But you know, you 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 know what? Again, I'm not leaving because you guys are <laughs> y'all, y'all are tearing me up right now. But what is also so critical to that is it's okay to be different next year. If yeah. you are loving the same things, every single thing that you loved when you were four and you now 44, you yeah. fill in the blank on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay, like you said, to evolve. And let me let me drop another little piece of nugget on you. If going back to your why, if everything you do in your why is to serve, Mm. then just because you think you're fantastic at X, it may not be resonating that way on the people that you're serving. So you need to be really open and honest and self-reflective to figure That's why you want feedback. How is what I'm doing? Like you might feel like you're the best relationship builder. And then all the people that you're trying to build relationships with aren't returning your phone calls. So that might be something that that might some be something that you want to check out. Mm-hmm. The other thing is be aware of the we've heard or we've all heard of self-sabotage, right? And we think in terms of it's one thing like just getting in our head. But the, I, I commend you guys to uh Shirzad Shamin, and I will email this to you so you can share it with your audience. He has a book called Self, uh, Positive Intelligence. And mm-hmm. he talks about 10 saboteurs. 10 of them that live within inside of us. Some of them are, is the pleaser. Some might be the judge. Some might be the hyper vigilant. All these things that stand in your way, in your head that tell you just the opposite of what I was just saying, that I'm not good at this. Mm -hmm. I'm not this. I'm not that. And once you learn how to recognize those things and not get rid of them, but just deal with them, call them out in the moment 
and deal with them, you will discover that you're much better at stuff than you think. So when I say know yourself, I mean, understand your strengths, understand how what you are doing is landing on your targeted targeted audience mm. and understanding when your saboteurs are popping up and standing in the way, trying to derail you. Once you really know who you are, child, there is no stopping. Trust, there is no stopping you. Yeah, I went through his training. It is. And I oh, have isn't it amazing? Fabulous. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So I think, too, a very important distinction of knowing yourself is knowing what you ain't. Mm -hmm. So as women, we have this superwoman complex yeah. That in our minds, we feel like we have to not just do everything, but be the best at everything we do. So how do we make sure that we're not wearing that cape flying behind us and we're slowly <laughs> killing ourselves because we're stressing out, we're trying to be this, we're trying to be that for the kids, for the family, for my corporate job, for my, for my partner, for my this, for my that, 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 and make sure that we're truly following our passion because I believe you know, your gifting will make a way for you. So, so Corey, you talked about it earlier about if you feel like your gifting is, you know, building relationships, but you're not building any relationships, then you kind of may, maybe you want, might want to take a step back and say, okay, Absolutely. if I'm being honest with myself, Absolutely. that's not my gifting and it's not my passion because I'm an introvert. I would just rather Absolutely. go read a book. So, so how, how, how can we make sure that we're, we're making that great distinction from yes. following our passions and just trying to be a superwoman and do it all and be great at all yeah. of it. Yes, that is so good. And it's a journey and it takes a village. Like you don't, you're not out there by yourself trying to handle all of this. You, I mean, sometimes if we can always just take it back to the basic principles, like why am I doing what I'm doing? If I'm just doing mm -hmm. something to make money, you're going to find yourself trying to be the jack of all trades. If I'm just trying to do something for the prestige, you're going to find yourself trying to compete with everybody. But if you are, if you are really pulling back, starting with that very first question, what is it that gets me out of bed every day? What is it that if you wouldn't pay me, I would do this anyway, but please stay on because I'm not advocating doing it for free. I'm just saying, then you will find multiple streams of income out of that mm -hmm. same thing. But mm -hmm. what is that thing? And what is that thing that's directly tied to where I am and where I'm going and in my environment? It's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that's, you know, eating at you and you're going, oh, I should do this. And I should do it. Once you pull, pull, peel back the layer and things that are not directly aligned with where you are, where you're going, even indirectly aligned with where you're going, you need to just put that aside, put it in your toolkit. Mm -hmm. You know, you might find that next year when you get in another environment that you need to start working on that thing. And let me tell you something else you got to do. You have to be the CEO of your own life. Mm -hmm. Every CEO has what? A professional board of directors. Yes. You got to get those people in your life that you trust mm -hmm. that can help you navigate that environment that will give you honest feedback, that will share their journey, that will help put your name uh, in rooms that you don't even know exist. And even if you do know you exist, you're not privy to them, you can't get in them. Mm -hmm. And who will tell you the truth yeah. about See, that what right you there. are doing? That's what I was about to say. You like you, in, in, in addition to being self-aware and checking in, you need those accountability partners to say, now, nah, um, you used to be able to do a split, girl, but you don't need to be. Um, you don't want to see it today. 
<laughs> not today. You, you look. We don't want to say it today. No, ma'am. You, I'm it's gonna true. Need it's so true. You, you used to be able to be a belly dancer, but you don't. But honey, the belly ain't right today. So <laughs> let's not let's let's put that in our toolkit and let's do some <laughs> things to it and bring it out at the appropriate time. Now doesn't look good, and tomorrow might not look great either. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that you can do, kind of speaking of that, and I know we were kind of in jest there, but seriously, I'm a big fan of vision boards and timelines. So put things, like sometimes, yes, things are eating at you and yeah, you want to do it, but sometimes it's not right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe right now with where I am now, with where I'm going, this is what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe five years from now, three years, two years, six months, whatever the time, those other things that you think you have to be fantastic at, put them further down the line mm -hmm. based on where you are. You're always, like you said before, constantly doing that reassessment and that takes the pressure off you to feel yeah. like you have to have that cape flying back because at the end of the day if you are down it's only going to make you even more fragmented if you're not being whole and true to who you are you're going to come to the table as a fragmented broke down person and you're not really going to be able to do anybody any good let alone yourself so it's a lot it's a lot of work we got to do the work ladies yeah. we have to always be doing that self-assessment we have to have that professional board of directors around us to tell us the truth. We have to get feedback from those that we're trying to serve. You know, we have to, and then you put all that together and you line it up. But at the base, at the very base of it is, if it's not directly aligned with your mission, with your vision, this is your personal and professional mission or vision, maybe it's just not, it's not a right now. Some of the stuff is going to be a not ever. And some of the stuff is going to be a not right now. And you have to have the courage to say, look, I received the feedback. Because if you do it, if you stand alone doing it, then you're going to tell yourself you're supposed to be doing everything. Mm. But if you have these trusted advisors around you and you're being honest with yourself, you'll soon start to lose that cape for a nice fitted jacket. Yes, because this is how we will keep that cape from choking us <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. It's, and, and what it is, is back again, what, to those saboteurs that are telling you, if you don't do this, then, you know, because when I was vacillating back and forth, you know, it was really all perception, like, oh, I thought if I do this, oh, I thought if I don't do this, then people going to think, then pe I didn't want people to know I was a lawyer if I was singing, oh, because they go, and, and I was doing such a number on myself that I realized, mm -hmm. guess what? Nobody's even put me in the box. I'm willingly walking into the box all by myself. Yes. And guess what else I learned after living and getting some of these gray hairs, you know, in my head. That guess what, y'all sisters? The lid is not even locked. It's not locked. You have the power to open up the lid anytime you get ready. But we're constantly run, running around in a box that we are putting ourselves in because we are thinking and presupposing that other people are putting us in that box. So we got to do that self-assessment folks. And it's time to be free. Let's yeah. be free because we got stuff to do. We got a world to change. Yeah. yeah. So right, right before we get to that, that our next segment, I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to speak to that parallel. What are our individual profession and passion? I had an opportunity to speak to my Corey, we talked about yours, Mo. Tell the yes. people the things that you are passionate about um, that might be separate from your profession, because I think that this gives our listeners that permission to take the lid off and be okay with talking about, you know what, I'm a, a, a chiropractor, but I actually really <laughs> like to um, paint. 
Yeah. I have a room full of art that don't nobody know I do that. So yeah. what's the, what's the, what's, what's your story? Tell us, Mo. It's funny you say that because I always kind of squelched my creativity. I was always, I always wanted to be a theater performer, mm. um, a huge basketball fan. I love coaching girls between the ages of seven and 12, um, basketball, and on the down low, 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 I'm super creative. Like yes. the video oh, editing, awesome. the being on camera. It is, y'all. I could spend hours doing that. Hours. That's passion. Oh, that's right. That's oh. right. That's oh. right. So now I'm aware of that and I allow myself to explore that creativity. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's huge. That's huge. It is. As, as my mom used to say, worry about yourself. I don't sit up there and go, oh, well, Nikita, she can sing and she can do this. So I'm going to try to say, no, 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 no. That's mm-hmm. not my gifting. Accept mm-hmm. my gifting and hone your own gifting because every gifting is needed. Yes. Don't be worried about everybody else's gifting. Worry about your own. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. I love that. Ooh, yeah. So, so this is an invitation for everybody listening. Pause right now. Take out a pen and paper and start making a list of those things that give you energy that yes. you would do without even getting paid for. Even though everybody want a coin, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if 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 all of your coins were gathered and 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 you had an opportunity to do that thing that really, you could do it for hours without even knowing that hours have gone by. Figure that out. Like, connect with that and 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 start charting your plan for how to execute either in the right now or later. And then talk to your advisory board to see if you're yes. good at it. And yes. if you don't, don't do that. That is really good because y'all, y'all know that most people that are make that are killing the game, they are doing things that they love and they figured mm-hmm. out how to way a way to to make money off of it. So it. that's why I said, yeah, I'm I'm with it. If you can f- figure out that things you can do that you wouldn't have to make money, then you can figure out the thing that you can do to make multiple streams of income. That's right. Because you can do it, you know, you, you, you while you sleep, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. I love that. Let's get that paper out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> I think somebody's going to start singing. <laughs> Don't tempt me, because I will sing a song in a minute. Yeah. Well, Mo, I think we have made it to our guest host highlight segment. Would you like to invite Corey to to plug? Yes, ma'am. So we always want to give our awesome guests an opportunity to plug their business. So Corey, go ahead and plug away. Well, thank you so much for that. And, you know, like I said, I don't do boxes. So y'all, I need, I want to hear all your listening audience. I want to hear from y'all. First thing, before I even ask you to for anything from me, I want to give you something. So please go to C-O-R-E-S, like samcotton.com, com. That's my website. Get your free gift. I got in there seven things that you can do right now, today to get unstuck, to change your trajectory. It's my growth accelerator starter kit. Get it, I'll download get it. it for free. And then stay in touch with me. Sign up for my newsletter right there on that same website. For your listening pleasure and viewing pleasure, head on over to AWE Media Co. 
www.thebestinsisters.com, where we are sisters investing in sisters. And there's a lot of that information in there. We have a radio show that we got some surprises for you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it right now because it hasn't been announced. But come on over there, tune in. We are unapologetically empowered and always on with information and inspiration for your transformation. So do that for me. And then while you're on social media, head on over to Facebook, get in my private Facebook group, y'all. We are the empowered woman. That's what we are. And it says woman, not women, because we are collectively the woman. Mm. So I want y'all to get over there. We're having a lot of classes and talking and just authenticity in that. So I basically just want to stay connected. And listen, I'm trying to step outside the box and get this YouTube thing together. So y'all help me and go over to <laughs> A Woman Eat Balls on YouTube and subscribe. Y'all help me out. Y'all know this, yes. this gray hair isn't for nothing. So I haven't always been on YouTube. I'm not fronting. So y'all go over there and help me grow my YouTube channel. Either one of those media platforms, I just want to connect with you because we're going to step out some box, outside some boxes and into our purposes this year. Is that all right? Yeah. That, that sounds like a magical plan to me. <laughs> and I hope that you women and even the men who are listening have found some really good nuggets today. I think, you know, it's, it's really important for our longevity psychologically and physically to really be fully connected with our whole person. And that means really understanding our purpose and our passion. And if that aligns with a profession, great. If it doesn't, it's still room for all of it. So we invite you to visit all of the wonderful resources from our special guest today. Go get your free gift. Subscribe yeah. to not only our channel, but subscribe to her channel as well. We encourage you to like, share, and subscribe away. Um, don't hold on to this information. Somebody else that you know needs to hear it too. So thank you all so much for tuning in today. And we look forward to seeing you in another episode. But until then, have a great day. Awesome. Thank you, Corrine. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. Be sure to like, add, or follow this podcast on your streaming outlet of choice. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black Coffee with a Side of Candor, for a visual podcast experience. Catch you next time.